five-star joshi show here on the fight game media network i am your host scott edwards and with me is parker as always we got a busy long episode ahead of us so parker let me ask you real quick how are you doing on this fine morning i'm doing great this is like the big one of the biggest uh five stars we've ever done in terms of the pods so uh, i'm ready to just jump right in Perfect, perfect. So let's jump right in. We're going to start with stardom as it's just very accustomed for us. This, of course, will be on the free feed for those listening on the Patreon. But thank you for listening on the Patreon because that's how you will hear our TJPW Summer Sun Princess review, which, you know, I think is a pretty big one Mm -hmm. for people to be part of as well as our Tokyo Princess Cup predictions. So very exciting there. But we have to start with Stardom, and Stardom has so much going on. They just had a pay-per-view. They have two more pay-per-views coming up. They have the five-star Grand Prix coming up, and we are not starting with any of that because there was a video. I think (laughs) a lot of people know the video by now. If you might be living under a rock if you haven't seen the video, which is cool. Lucky you. I wish I was living under that said rock. Uh the Mina Shirakawa Unagi Sayaka video that was uh, posted on YouTube. I think it got like an adult, like 18 or over. Like, <laughs> it, got a, it got a content age restriction on YouTube, which like rarely actually happens to. to yeah. YouTube so that's, I mean, it's not shocking that it happened, to be fair. <laughs> right. Um, so we're going to talk about that because I think both you and me agreed that. It's one of the worst things Stardom has probably done, truthfully. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's not like them disrespecting me in any way, but it's the point for me that we're at the point where Stardom's growing, growing massively as a promotion with some of the best women's wrestlers in the world. And people are there to watch women's wrestling, right? They're there to watch the wrestlers wrestle. I don't watch stardom to watch that. And I understand. I've seen some people say, well, they're, they're models and you know, no one did it, put, made them do it against their will. I don't, that's not the problem. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly. not the problem at all. It's just, it's like attitude error mind. We're mm-hmm. way past that, especially for a women's promotion. And it just, it saddened me so much because I was so excited for this episode. I still am because we have so much good to talk about, but I was so excited because we just had so much great Joshi wrestling going on. And then you have that and you're like, that's still there. Like bikiniing, like when that comes out every year, that is, I I say this, it's the worst time to be a stardom fan because you have people that are just, you know, gross on the timeline that, and it, it, it's just when the worst comes out of wrestling fan, uh, Joshi fans. And it goes to the conversation that mm-hmm. you and me had a while back. Um, I don't even know if that was on air, but we discussed it of like, there are just some fans that make this, they, they sexualize Joshi too much. They, that's why they watch it. And, and this is the, this is the reason this is one of those reasons. And I just, I did not like this at all. It's one of the my least favorite things that Stardom has done. 
And I understand it's going to be harmless in a couple months, but they're going to come back to it when they do the next bikini and so on and so forth. So for me, I just, uh, I'll let you go. Yeah. Uh, lots of criticisms. First of all, just to like set the stage in case anybody, like I'm sure everybody listening is at least cur- like has a cursory familiarity of what the video is, but it's literally just like Unagi Sayaka and Mina Shirakawa in swimsuits get it like having an argument and drinking beer and having like getting in like an argument and then like sort of half fighting but it's mostly just like then like squeezing each other's like breasts yeah <laughs> and that and that's it that's the video um and and for you know for me it, it's yeah i agree it's like one of the worst things Darden has done in a long time like it me my interest in wrestling is so far removed from like the sexualized nature of that that yeah. it's just not it's straight up not like I, I feel like no no people who are like oh it's fine you know it's not a big deal and all that type of stuff like they, they don't address the point which is that people like you and me and i know other people that we've talked to yeah. we do not we don't like this we don't want it in our wrestling <laughs> that no, we no. watch like there's a reason when you go back and watch old attitude era raw that there's parts that make you like cringe and wince, mm-hmm. especially in how they they treat their women and all that type of yeah. stuff. And it, it, to me, I watch Joshi wrestling because I think it's an incredible art form in terms of um, just the amount of effort, work, care, and talent they put into the shows and what they do. Totally. And if you if you cross apply this to like any other medium, it would be completely preposterous. Like mm-hmm. like my 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 analogy on Twitter was if they were promoting like the final season of Game of Thrones and yeah, they they good. yeah they they had what if they just had like a promotion scene where it was just like Daenerys and Sansa and Arya like sitting in a hot spring like mostly nude right. and they were just like t- talking or something like that it, you know completely removed from the context of the show or something like yeah. that and it would be like preposterous people like this is crazy like you mm-hmm. can't do this um, but because it's quote unquote part of the legacy and all that type of stuff it's um it's more accepted and and i don't buy that because i don't i don't really care about about the legacy you know itself and in terms of that and like you could say that that's part of the legacy of like wwe too and wwe isn't doesn't do that anymore right so although maybe in nxt 2.0 they're kind of getting close to it (laughs) but the um yeah so so that's just like the big point it's like i don't like it i don't in in any art form I don't, I don't appreciate being like overly sexualized too, because that's not why I I consume anything that I watch. And I don't care if it was their choice to do it. I don't care if they wanted to do it to promote it. Like that has no bearing on it to me. Well, I mean, of course it would make it worse if it wasn't their um, choice, (laughs) but, um, but it being their choice does not, does not make it good in my eyes. Um, And, and if something like, if something culturally you think is, is bad, like, then it's bad. Like it, it doesn't make us culturally insensitive just to, to say that, you know, we, we're, we're against something like this. I, I have a follower, Paul, who lives in Japan. It's a big Joshi fan. And he's like the people saying that it's like part of Japanese culture are the type of people who perpetuate stereotypes that everybody's all about like oh, kawaii, cute idol culture and everything like that in Japan. Whereas this is an incredibly 
rare thing to see um, when it comes to stuff like that. So right. um, I really hope Stardom does not do this. Oh, and my final point that I haven't really talked about on the timeline because I think it may be a little <laughs> a little hot for that. But there there are kids that work for this for this promotion. Like yeah. like Unagi and Mina have to work wrestling matches with Hina and Rina and Ruaka and Hanan right. and everything like that. And it's for me like stardom already has such a checkered legacy as a with that when it comes to bikiniing um that if if it was me i I would want to get away from this as much as possible i would want to completely remove that from my legacy remove any reminders that that ever happened um but instead we we constantly come back to this like if the wrestlers want to do bikiniing that's fine i really personally don't care i would never like buy it it's like i said it's not what you or i get out of wrestling that's why they still do yeah and if sells if they make money that's fine i'm not like i'm not anti like quote-unquote sex work or, or anything tangential to that what i am anti is when it is a direct part of the actual like wrestling yeah. that we consume and and that intersection makes it really uh, really difficult for me so um yeah i, I know I, I went through a lot there but i i just really hope that stardom goes away from this because it's it's just not at all or if they do just just make it as right. separate and distinct as possible yeah. um because i don't want to be like be like these <laughs> these adult women can't make their own choices of what they do with their free time um just don't just don't make it a part of the wrestling aspect yeah. and, and that that that's that's fine by me i think it's also worth knowing i remember like the last time this happened was when julia and tam were feuding and like mm-hmm. they were doing their bikini shoot and they just fought in like a bikini backstage or something and i was like then that was like right when i was like fully invested and i was like what is, what is this like I didn't, right. this isn't what i'm watching for um and i and one more other point before you know we move on is a lot of the success for like ajw and companies like that uh like that one was that women were really invested in these promotions and that we've seen stardom make an effort to you know try to make more um female fans through time they've added a section for them i'm pretty sure in the past um you know we watch utami give a, a rose to a kid or a, a women's wrestling fan all the time i'm not saying that these wrestlers dressing in bikini and showing their confidence in these, you know, photo books is a bad thing. But at the same time, you're supposed to be appealing to everyone. Right. And to me, all of that comes down to the wrestling. Your wrestling is going to be what appeals to everyone. And this, this has now, this is now becoming part of the wrestling. We are at, we have a match because of it. So, that's where like i'm still like this is just not what i want and i'm sure you know after the bikiniing time it won't happen again for another year but it's just around this time every year you run the risk of something like this happening it's just like i don't want to have to feel that way like if you want to do your photo book great great just keep it that way just do the photo book let's Mm -hmm. move on um and i'm sure i'm sure like if someone didn't want to do the photo book they don't have to do it but at the same time it's just like i don't want to have to you know have have fear in my heart that a a feud's going to begin because of a photo book 
Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Like it's that. just like yeah, yeah. at its core, it's just like not what we would consider to be like a good story or a good no, basis to wrestling. But like you can get your like rocks off in in a million different contexts, and that's not at all why why you were. And I think a lot of people watch a watch watch wrestling. So yeah, I think we're on the same page here. Um, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, bikiniing season gets over uh pretty soon and we can focus yeah. on this uh, this whole this whole five-star tournament deal yeah yep yep and let, let's move on to the actual wrestling now because that's why we're obviously that's why we watch and it starts midsummer champions uh a show that followed a tjpw show that had cheering so obviously for a lot of people that did change a lot because some people watch it back to back it doesn't you know it's funny. The cheering thing doesn't affect me anymore. Cause I'm so used to it in Japan, but when they do have cheering, it affects me. Cause it's like, Oh man, mm-hmm. this show's just so much better because of it. But like I watched stardom after I was like, okay, well I'm used to this. It's not like that was an outlier more than anything else, but midsummer champions. It was a very eventful show. I think it was more eventful than anyone was prepared for. And we have another topic. That's a little, uh, it's going back and forth between fans, but I'm excited to talk about that one. But we'll uh, we'll breeze through a little bit of this opening mm-hmm. card. Um, Lady C beat Hina and Yuko Sakurai. That match didn't air on the actual pay per view. It's only up on Stardom World. It was every. It was exactly what you'd expect. It was it was nothing. Um, Lady C was you know got another win. She's getting built up, and we kind of know why. She's got a couple wins recently, which, you know, doesn't happen for ADC. So you knew there mm-hmm. had to be a reason, but we'll talk about that later. We'll start here. Future of Stardom Championship. Hanan successfully defended against the winless Waka Tsukiyama. Parker, how do you feel about this match? I saw decent praise, but I will note Waka Tsukiyama did walk out of this match with an injury. She had a neck brace on at the event. Uh, she did suffer a brutal-looking backdrop driver from Hanan. Yeah, and, she, and she's been taken off the, the cards yeah. for the upcoming tour, so she'll be out for a little while. Um, I thought this match was really good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, I was like pretty surprised by yeah. the performances here. Like, uh, Hanan just, she's like mastered this seven yeah. minute match formula and, mm-hmm. and making it pretty engaging no matter what. There's no like BS. They just get right into it and, and do, do the wrestling. Um, I thought this Love was really that. good. Maybe Waka's best uh, individual performance mm-hmm. in stardom so far. And never thought for a second that she was going to win. But um, the, you know, I thought the, the action and, and work was really good. And I, I, I'm, I'm disappointed that Hanan's probably losing this title soon because I think she's yeah. gonna, she's not going to be uh, eligible for it anymore. Yep. So um, it'll be interesting to see what they go uh, after she's done. I would like you, I know like you want to put someone over, but I honestly don't know who you'd be putting over if she um, were to lose it, unless you like, I don't think you're putting it on Ami Saray. Mio Amasaki's probably not getting it yet. So, like, for me, it's like, just have her relinquish it if you really want to. Just have her go mm-hmm. down as, like, that dominant future stardom champion. Um, they had some great near falls in this match that, like, yeah, you knew Waka wasn't going to beat the most dominant future stardom champion, but it's like, watching it, you're like, holy crap, that, you know, <laughs> that, that got me for a second. And I think the the thing about walk is like her being winless hurts a lot of her matches for me, but it's like when the match has some meaning like this one did, it enhanced it in a lot of ways. Like this was 
maybe the most lively the crowd was all night uh, at this show, which is kind of crazy to think about. But oh, it was really good. And and the reason I'm so excited for Hanan's like you know five star run is because of these matches. You know, we have a 15 minute time limit we're dealing with, so mm-hmm. her doing this against you know the best wrestlers of stardom it's very exciting it's very exciting she could have a really really fun run there uh i know the future stardom title is pretty much like her ticket to the five star which is why she didn't go through the tournament but i don't remember when she turns 18 but it's very soon like you said so yeah i I just went to her cage match it's um in a month uh, august 11th so yeah it was a good run it's been it was a great (laughs) run uh a lot of fun so august 11th uh their pay-per-view i think is right after that so she'll probably be losing it soon enough maybe on one of those final pay-per-views that we'll talk about in a little bit um tommy Hayashida and miyu amasaki lost to mirai and ami saray not really shocking here you have one of these teams challenging for tag titles and the other one involves a rookie so mm-hmm. utami got another nice night off you know she's she's had what is it? We're, we're in July. She's had seven months off. We're almost to the time. I hope that she just starts going all out uh, because I do miss Utami being Utami. But yeah, I mean, she did her best to help Miu, I guess. But this was pretty much Miu versus the world again. And yeah. Yeah, I, I don't really have much to say here. It was just a, just a match to give, um, give God's eye another win. Yeah, uh, I, I will use this, though, to branch real quick into... That new blood three match with Mariah mm. and Susan Suzuki because we don't really need to talk about that card. I don't need to talk about Waka and you know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we will talk about Mariah versus Susan Suzuki. I think you and me probably agree. One of her best Mariah's, not Susan's, one of Mariah's best matches of her career. Not not in her stardom run, not you know, in the past couple, no, the best. One of the best matches in her career. I only put like probably her two, um, probably Shuri, the Shuri match, and maybe the mm-hmm. Saya match above it. That's about it. I thought she looked great. She had an intensity that you really look for. She worked really well at being the baby face, like fighting her way up against Suzu instead of being the, you know, dominant. Uh, you get most of the heat in the match. It worked. It worked. It was very vicious. She just had something to her. that, And Suzu, obviously, I mean, we all agree she's very good, blah, 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 prodigy. But, I, you know, we tossed prodigy out there. <laughs> Let's just admit, Suzu's like, we're, we're, we've moved on from the prodigy. She's just one of the best when she mm-hmm. goes in there and does what she does. So that was really, really good. And everyone should watch it if you haven't since it's free on YouTube. Yeah, this was, this was a really good match. This was... Um... I, I I might say this was my favorite new blood match yet. Um, yeah, I I, yeah, yeah. I I just think it was a really excellent performance from from both. Like the headbutts is are great. Like it's just something you really don't see in Stardom all that much. Um, and I love that Mariah didn't like Unless back down from it. Like, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Uh, so so that was really good. Um, and yeah, just just very back and forth and hard hitting and just just felt like on another level compared to pretty much everything else we see on, yeah. on these new blood shows. So uh, great performances from both women. Uh, I was really glad to see Mirai. It was like the, I think the 
the, the day after we put out the pod where we had like 20 minutes talking about Mariah and God's eye. And <laughs> then she comes out and puts out a great performance, which yeah. I'm very happy to see. So, yeah. um, so I was really impressed with this and I can't wait for uh, them to run it back in the five-star. Yeah. Um, Jonathan, who we, you know, we both talked to on Twitter. He was like, I'm so happy Mariah. Cause he, he's a Mariah fan. I'm like, I'm a Mariah mm-hmm. fan. It's just, that tap was so bad. I was like, we, I just needed to see some life from her. It worked out. I was like, we just, we just knew what we were saying. It was reverse psychology. She just, you know, it's like, <laughs> I think he said confirmed Mariah listens to the podcast. I was like, exactly. Who doesn't? Um, but yeah, that was really, really good. Worth checking out, but let's move on here. Uh, Saki Kashima, Ruaka, Arena, and Fuki Gendeth beat the team of Mayu Iwatani, Hazuki, Koguma, and Sai Ida when Rina, pinned Ida. Very tough day for the Sai Ida fans, Parker included. Um, and this was very confused, very confusing, excuse me, at the time it happened because obviously you're just sitting there like, wait a minute, time out. This is the A, you know, Stars team. This is the D, Oedotai team. And <laughs> Rina pinned Sai Ida. So, Left me a lot of questions. The match was pretty much nothing. Uh, Saida took like everyone's moves, so I guess like that's the one saving grace. But it was still shocking until we learned that Rena would be challenging later on. Yeah, but, exactly. Man, yeah. It was like, yeah, you couldn't give Ida a win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would, I would like to see Ida get more wins. Of course, always. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it makes sense if if. Um, yeah if if rena is going to be challenging for that that title it was an undercard match and, and like kind of comedy too with fuki mm-hmm. and koguma stuff as well so it, it was like kind of marginal I, I will not remember this match in in a no. few days no i honestly barely remembered it when i just clicked on it so <laughs> there's that i am one i am wondering how many wins Ida gets in the tournament at this point hopefully hopefully one yeah, I don't know. I, I'd have to look at. Uh, <laughs> let me see who's in. The, I'm gonna. I, I have the. I have the block right here. Hold on. Let me. Let me. We. This is not our preview, but let me just cursory take a look here and see who. Let's see. Um, she may get one to three. Okay. Is she there's, in the Saki Kashima block? Uh, no. Damn. There's Hanan, uh, okay. Mina Shirakawa, and. Um, uh, Ami Saray, I think, are all possibilities. Okay, for that one. That's, that's get about one. it. Hopefully, she gets one. That's all I'm asking yeah. for. Uh, but let's move on. High speed championship match: Azumi defending against Momo Kogo. I said last week. I said, you know, I don't know how this is gonna go. I don't know what Momo Kogo can do against the high speed Azumi. Azumi had to, you know, slow herself down to make it work, and I thought. That's exactly what she did. I don't think this was like, you know, a match guide match, a, you know, notebook, you know, whatever the term is. It (laughs) wasn't that level, but Momokogo showed a lot here. Um, The best single showing I've seen of hers, you know, you talked her up. I, I have been like, okay, I see the potential, but is it all there? And she, she shined a lot here. She's still, you know, rough around the edges a little bit, but it was the fight that she put in the the 
the way she would get Azumi off her feet in a lot of ways, because, you know, like that 619 that she did when Azumi was uh, sitting on the top rope and she like took her out. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. She yeah, does yeah, a lot yeah. of 619s. I did not. Yeah, she's really good at, at sort of swinging through the ropes like that. Yeah. That's kind of her deal. Yeah. And she yeah. did like the uh, swing through DDT. That's like her new thing where she doesn't touch the ropes really at all. She just goes through mm-hmm. them. That's pretty cool. Uh, but, I liked what I saw out of her. She added some new moves. She has a great like presence in her entrance. I don't really notice these things all the time unless you're like Utami. But like she has a really cool feeling. She feels like she's gonna be a star, you know, in like a year or two, which is really cool. And I kind of really wish she was in the five star after this match. Cause I was like, oh man, she would grow so much through that. Um, so it's kind of a shame she's not, but Really, really solid work from her. Zumi, you know, made sure to stay on the same. She didn't go too fast, which was very important. Mm -hmm. And I like that we're integrating more talent into this high speed division because it not only helps Zumi, you know, have different defenses, but it it teaches these wrestlers a different way. And she had like super kicks to her thing. It was really, really good. I I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I I was looking forward to this one because I'm, I think people who listen to this know I'm a believer in Kogo and her, her training and potential. Um, and I think she even exceeded what I thought she was going to do here. Like she was excellent in this match. Um, there was a couple like sort of um, not perfectly timed moments at the very start when they were sort of doing their rope running and stuff like that. But once they got into the groove of things, it was really nice and creative and back and forth, kind of what you expect from an Azumi mm-hmm. high speed title match. Um but yeah, I mean, I think she absolutely proved it. Like, and again, this was a 10, 11 minute match, which easily would have fit in a, in a five-star setting um, against Azumi, who's really good, but maybe not one of the like top six or eight in right. the, in the tournament. Not right? shame to her. Right. Of course. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so, I mean, th- this is just evidence to be that my, my preferred booking, which uh, would have been Sayaidin, I Ida for sure. And yeah. then I think Koga would have been my number two choice after her. And then it's sort of between Saray and Sakurai after that. Uh, I feel, I feel pretty gratified in that. Mm-hmm. Obviously they see big things in Saray. Um, so I, I don't blame, blame them for including her. And then Sakurai's growth, I think it deserves to be rewarded as well. But out of those three right now, I think Koga is clearly the best. And um, yeah, this was, this, I agree. This was the best match of her career. She, uh, she was always just kind of like a, like a trainee rookie type in, yeah. Um, in Actress Girls and in Ice Ribbon when she was there too. So she never really got a big opportunity to to show up and show out like this. And I'm really glad she did because I see a ton of potential in Kogo as a, as a future like like star. And so I um, I think she knocked it out of the park here with her with her performance um, it, after never having challenged for a title, never being even in like a, a mid to upper card position. To, to come here and challenge uh Azumi like this uh, she she nailed it she is she still in her first three years of wrestling no she debuted in 29 april 2019 didn't wrestle for two months uh she's still very very fresh yeah. to wrestling let's just say that how old is she oh she doesn't have an age yeah right. she is she is an unknown age I've, I've, i'm starting a rumor that she's 37 and uh it, it oh. is yet to pick up traction but i did i did fool i did fool matt who listens to the pod <laughs> i was like i was like man she just she's she looks really good for 37 he was like oh he was like oh wow she, <laughs> which, it, it was it was very funny i, I appreciate like, you uh, matt for for being a good sport about that 
that's like what i said because micah doesn't have her age showing too mm-hmm. a few and like i think it was last year i said like you know she's like 46 years old she's pretty good at this <laughs> and i remember peps was like what the hell <laughs> like, oh. well, it's it's funny because like micah is like almost certainly anywhere from like 21 to like 26 right yeah, so, yeah. and but but i feel like coco could be like legitimately at, at like a 15 year range of oh yeah how, how old she is I, I have no idea where to place her in terms of age yeah. so in any case she she no matter her age she was uh, great in this match yes a really good match there i hope to see more out of kogo and again it does make me sad that she's not in the tournament because that's really where a lot of wrestlers grow but hopefully she gets more opportunities and she's learning from the right people i just want to point that out like learning from stars doing a lot of good mm-hmm. for her um oh yeah you know hazuki and mayu are really showing you know i say those two because Kogum was a little more power based. Like I don't think Kogo's doing that. Kogo's kind of you know a little bit lanky. So I look at those two more so. But really, really good stuff here. Uh, and just another uh, really, it, it it goes into what I like to say about Star. It's like you can put anyone in any spot, and almost every time they'll show up. Um, and that brings me to the part after this where Rena attacked Azumi. Like she came like mm-hmm. off the screen, uh, which is cool. And she challenged Zumi to a high speed title match, which will happen at the next normal pay-per-view. Um, and they keep adding to the high speed division. I have no idea how much high speed Rena's going to do. Cause I never really have, you know, she doesn't really wrestle a lot. She's 15 years old. She doesn't like right. go in there and have like big time singles matches. So like, I never really, take notice or anything but i've always seen her more as like a slightly like a little more power based because she's kind of taller than a lot of the roster um or at least one of the taller people on the roster so it's interesting <laughs> uh but it, it does go to that they're willing to put anyone in a position and see what happens so that's something to look forward to yeah it's um it, it'll be interesting what, what they do there um Rena, yeah, you're, you're right. She just doesn't have that that type of experience. Like this is the biggest match of Rena's career. Immediately mm-hmm. being being in this spot, so so we'll see what we'll see what she does there. Yeah, like I would have thought out of the sisters, Hanan would have fit that more. Mm-hmm. Just because like what I've seen of her, and I'm not saying Hanan's a high speed wrestler, but she's she does more high speed work than I don't know. It doesn't really matter, I guess. Uh, anyway, so let's move on to the <laughs> most newsworthy match of the show as Tam Nakano, Unagi Sayaka, Mina Shirakawa, Saki, and Hikari Shimizu defeated the team of Julia, Hameka, Micah, Natsupoi, and my Sakurai when Natsupoi made the decision of her career turning on DDM. Uh, you know, she hit the suit, she paused on that super kick ultimately hit it on Julia, and by the time we knew it, she was joining Cosmic Angels. This was a big topic of discussion for people on Twitter. They were like, oh, my God, I'm stunned, yada, 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 or why did she do this? You know, all these things. Mm -hmm. And and for me, and I know you said this on Twitter, of how you wanted to – you meant to tweet this out because you thought of it after we recorded a podcast, which Mm -hmm. I I fully believe you – I it was when we were down to Julia and Natsupoi in the match against um Tam and I was like, oh, they're doing it. 
there you go. <laughs> I was like, I was like, there's no You get way. the three of them fighting on the apron. It's like, yeah. come on. <laughs> it was like, I was like, this is exactly what I saw a few months ago. I saw Momo, um, Azumi and Starlight Kid. Like, and right. it's funny because like Tam's not the heel, but Julia, like if it was my Sakurai instead of Julia, you're like, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. We're gonna they're gonna get rid of her and that's gonna be down and that's point tam. But it was Julia, so it's like they're gonna do something, aren't they? And they mm-hmm. did. But before we get to the turn, let's go over the match real quick. I thought the match was fun. You know, they do these elimination matches all the time now, so it's like they start to squish a little bit. Micah did the yeah. thing where she destroyed yeah, I, yeah, people I enjoyed back that. to back. That great. That's the best. I need I I want her to do that every few months, like just for the rest of the time and she only does it against the cosmic <laughs> angels which is really funny but it's like it's like those moments when she does that i'm like why did and i want to give credit to uh the stardom quest podcast because they pointed this out micah doesn't get feuds that aren't with saya or utami and i think they mm. need to change that because <laughs> mm-hmm. like you, she can be really she's really really good and like when she does stuff like this, she can be like the biggest badass on the roster. It's just like those little things. Um, but I'm just gonna go through the eliminations real quick. Uh Hameka and Mina Shirakawa were eliminated over the top rope by my Sakurai. Hameka was not happy about that. Um <laughs> Hikari Shimizu kicked off the head of my Sakurai and pinned her. Mike, as I said, just uh, hit a I, really quickly there. I was yeah. so happy that Shimizu actually got like a pinfall. Oh, I agree. you know, it's just it's just my but but like like stardom is so like reticent to actually mm-hmm. do, do pinfalls well. especially in these <laughs> elimination matches and and for somebody like shimizu who's not a full member of the roster i was yeah. just very happy to see that one step further she pinned someone in the five-star tournament which is cool mm-hmm. uh, yeah i would exactly. have loved shimizu to be in that tournament i would have loved if they did two um two of the qualifiers and put her in but yeah just me being selfish i guess but she eliminated her the micah Wrecked Inagi, then wrecked Hikaru Shimizu literally seconds after. Um, Saki <laughs> got a roll up on Micah to eliminate her. So, easy way to protect Micah. They always protect Micah. That's the other thing. Like, they protect mm-hmm. her. It's just she doesn't do anything. Uh, and also, Julie, Saki pinning Micah. That's, that's right. a, you know, a big deal, too. And so, building her up for the five star, it's, it's good yes. booking. Yeah. And I, I thought Saki looked really good in this match. I thought her and Julia worked well together, which was nice to see. Um, it helps when, you know, they both kind of just trade boots back and forth. But Julia yeah. did eliminate Saki. And then the turn uh, where Natsupoi kicks her in the face, does the German on the apron, and then she eliminates herself. So, big topic of discussion Natsupoi to Cosmic Angels. Do we like the move? Do we want <laughs> one before we say, do we like the move? This would be the worst trade in history. My Sakurai for Natsupoi, terrible, <laughs> terrible trade. Uh, but do we like the move for her to change factions? You know, she she was clearly the number four, maybe number three in DDM above Hameka. Now she's the clear number two in Cosmic Angels, at least in my opinion, but it seems that way just based off of how she talked after the match and, Come on, like that's why she's going there, right? Parker, I know you were uh very open about you were talking about this, and you were like, You, if you want to know how I feel about this, come on the show. <laughs> so, you know what? I'm gonna give you a stage for this one. So, I think it, I, it's difficult because 
I don't like, you don't know if it's good or bad until they actually like right. do stuff with it. Right. Yeah. So it's hard to make like a big, um, final judgment on it, of course, because we don't know what they're going to do. We've never even seen them wrestle each other, at least not in startup. Um, so that's the jury's still out, obviously. Uh, However, I, I, I was very, um, I was a little surprised at a lot of people criticizing it and saying it doesn't make sense and there's no reason to do it. And um, I, I guess I suppose I understand the idea that it's potentially backwards booking. Like they go to war a couple times yeah. and Natsupoy gets the, Natsupoy gets the win, but then she just goes ahead and, and joins her anyway. Um, but I, I don't know, unless it's like blatantly illogical to where it just doesn't make any sense at all. Like I, I don't really care. Like be, wrestling <laughs> is illogical and, yeah, and people right. are illogical too. And um, th- there's, if, if you, if you look at this on like a kayfabe sense, there's pros and cons to both be, being a member of DDM is like, um, you know, your, your teams almost never lose in your matches and you, uh, you team with people like Julia, who's one of the top three stars in the company. Mm-hmm. And you, uh, you have a strong trios tag team with Micah and Himeka, where you guys were extremely dominant triangle gate champion or triangle gate, <laughs> uh, <laughs> artists of stardom champions, uh, for a long time. I got dragon gate on the brain. They um, yeah, right, right. Uh, so, so there's pros there, yep. but and and they allowed you to grow and and maybe get that win over Tam Nakano. But there's also the pros of you know every member of Cosmic Angels uh, because you've teamed with them all before. You wrestled mm-hmm. with Tam in Actress Girls. You wrestled with Unagi and Mina Shirakawa in uh, TJPW. Um, even, even Hikari Shimizu she's teamed with before, um, Saki she's wrestled, she's wrestled before this, this is all things from her past. Everybody in the promotion uh, or in the stable who had, who was an active uh, wrestler when, uh, Natsupoi was a part of that respective company, they've teamed with them before. So there's a ton of history there that I don't know if, if people necessarily realize, because I think people just assume not to point was like a tjpw wrestler and, and that's it um and, and i also don't know that people a lot of people realize that tam nakano was such a fundamental part of actress girls from the start either mm-hmm. um so uh, there's so much history there and not only that to, to move over and to go ahead go from being i, I would say the clear four like you kind of hedged it maybe ahead of himeka like yeah. if you just put them head to head she's never going to beat himeka at right. least not in 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 you know in in standard like conventional booking so to, to go from that to, to joining a suddenly like bolstered cosmic angel stable that not only has mina nunagi but also co- colors as a part of it and be their clear number two where you're yeah. you're second in command there and only behind tam who's one of the most established stardom stars of the last half decade um that to me i think that's a that's a clear a clear reason to make that move in storyline right as well uh, and I loved, I love that we got the translations for the post-match yes. stuff. And I, I don't know, do you have some of that up that, yeah, you, can, that you can kind of go through? Yeah. Because I just, just before you even get into it, like, I love that it, it, a common criticism I, th- I saw was like, why, you know, why are they not brawling? Why are they not fighting yeah. as a result of it? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Like your friend, like if you trust in this, this friend for a long time and they make yeah. their own decision, like you can be disappointed without having to fight them. Right. So, so yeah, I either, yeah, either you can talk about your thoughts, you can go through some of those quotes, but to me, it's just, it, it's, it's, it makes sense mm-hmm. logically without being like such a slam dunk that it's like yeah. completely obvious that it was always going to happen. Yeah. I, 
I didn't feel like it was like just this massive swerve to do a swerve. It did feel like because people have to remember the the feud between Tam and Natsupoi, while it did feel kind of like a blood feud, it was for Natsupoi to feel like she could be on Tam's level. Like that was her whole goal was to win, to get to Tam's level. And now that she was there, it came down to, okay, well, who do I want to follow through? Because you, if you think about it like this, Tam Nakano was trying to bring the best out of Natsupoi in that feud. That's kind of what it felt like to me. You know, that's where she was going. I want to see the best out of you because, you know, I know you can do this. We've been, you know, we've known each other forever. And that's what she did. So for that alone, I'm okay with it. My, my favorite part of all this is that Natsupoi now means more. That's really yeah. how I walk away from this. People can, you know, complain about how they did it, whatever. Not everyone's going to agree on that. But Natsupoi is elevated now. Not only is she the number two in Cosmic Angels, she is the heir apparent to being the leader of that faction, which to me is very, very important, very cool. And, and it, it, it's important to bring back that news story from around the Cinderella when Dave Meltzer reported that Natsupoi had, um, you know, she kind of was like, uh, I, I think it was Bushi Road that, you know, kind of wanted her in that final four of Cinderella. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people around that time were like, oh, well, maybe, yeah, blah, 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 sure. Or, and some people thought, oh, maybe it was just to protect the match between Unagi and Mirai. No, what I think we're, seeing in live time now is Unagi has been brought down a little bit and it was clear they were high on her at one point she had title match mm-hmm. after title match and we're seeing Natsupoi elevated because truthfully Unagi fits her role as like a comedic title challenger very well I don't think that means she should ever really be a number one anymore Natsupoi can now be that number one when Tam wants to walk away and now you get a whole new bunch of matches that involve the Cosmic Angels that we weren't getting for so long. Cosmic Angels were so stale. And listen, Colors isn't around all the time. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the amount of time, I go to my, so I'm, I'm kind of choosy when it comes to what house show matches I watch. I yeah, always I'll, watch the main absolutely. event. I always watch the main event and then I sort of go match by match. And as soon as I hit a match that I'm just really not interested, that's where yeah. I cut it off. I don't go before that or anything like that. And if I look through my total matches that I've watched, because I keep a, I keep track of that, I've watched I've watched 55 Tame Nakano matches this year. Um, by comparison, I've watched 69 Shuri matches, 67 mm-hmm. Mayu matches, 66 Starlight Kid matches, and that, that's because the the big difference is Tam is not teaming with people that I'm interested in watching all that much, um, whereas now. I have her, I just put the cards in for this upcoming tour where she's teaming with Natsupoi every single night. Um, and I'm going to watch every single one of those matches because it's like, oh yeah, okay, Tam and Natsupoi. It's like a real team now. It's not right. that I have to watch Tam and Unagi and, and Mina and Waka, who are all three, I think, serve their roles pretty appropriately, yeah. but they also tend to dominate matches when they're in them because that is their role to do that. Yeah. Whereas now we can get some actual, like, freaking wrestling matches with Tam that don't have to be her like killing herself in a singles match right <laughs> we can we can actually have good good cosmic angels tag matches and of course throwing colors in there makes it even better mm-hmm. uh so 
Yeah, one of my main points is now Sapoy's elevated. I think that's most important. I think a lot of people agree that she's really, really good. She's earned it. And let's bring up those quotes from the post match. Uh, so not Sapoy's not Sapoy said some interesting things. Uh, it starts off with she's not Donna Del Mondo's uh, mascot or pet. And I think I saw some people confused by this of like, what, what is it? What does that mean? And a lot of the time, if you ever watch a DDM entrance, she's, you know, she would be lifted up by, you know, say Jamaica and Micah. She, you know, she f- had the, uh, what's the thing? The Was it a baton? The baton. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah she, I kind of get where she's coming from in terms of like, you know, she was never really the front face or anything. That was always Julia or Shuri. Um, mm-hmm. She was never, you know, she was never in world title matches. She had her Wonder Storm title matches, but I get she, where she was she, never. She was never picked to to challenge for a, a goddess title match, right. as far as I recall. Right, any of the yeah. other partners, right? And she was kind of like the add-on to that artist team, Mahime Poi, and mm-hmm. I think that's kind of where it fits. It's not like I think some people got that confused, so I get that. Uh, she said, I will go higher, and in order to go up, I will stand across from DDM and Julia. So right there, easy, easy, simple. That's exactly what she has to do, right? You and me just talked about it. Her getting out of the shadow of Julia, Micah, Hameka, very important. And they have someone like Tekla to really fill in that role now. Um, then she said, I will revolutionize stardom with cosmic angels. Um, and then if this is really where it gets really interesting, Julia says, not to play you very sweet, cuddly pet. So she, you know, right, went right mm-hmm. in on it because that's oh, Julia. Yeah. She doesn't care. And then she well, like, it's, just, you- it's just like, like, I'm uh, sorry to cut you off, but no, it, it just makes like, it just makes perfect like this is in in my opinion after seeing the translations yeah some of the like best storytelling they've done in a long time Mm -hmm. because if you like a human being slighted by another human in some way like you want a natural instinct is to lash out and snap at them and the way julia does this is without you know you don't necessarily want to like physically hurt them but she does it by being kind of venomous and essentially yeah being like yeah you were the mascot like this Mm -hmm. like sorry and it's not in a in a comedic way it's in a it's in a like you know screw you way all right you were good you were a good pet but i guess you're not anymore so yeah uh she finished that off by saying i'm gonna finish you of course they have a five-star grand prix match which mm-hmm. has just went from like the middle of the lineup for julia to like one of the most anticipated now that should be very physical oh, it should be great um Hameka was the one that was like most heartbroken which is very funny because if you remember last year those these two feuded you know they, they were doing mm-hmm. the ddm like feud against one another Hameka was kind of pissed with natsupoi but in the end you know they were still friends and i think a lot of people have to also remember like these wrestlers legitimately hang out when they're not <laughs> wrestling. Like when they're not in front of people, they train together. Like Julia posted a picture of her and my sock ride train with Hideki Suzuki the other day. Like yeah. this is what they do. They hang out with each other all the time because that's how you learn together. Um, and Hameka said, I will never forgive you for ruining our precious friendship. She was, you know, she was heartbroken. It was one of those things where you just, you watch and you're like, man, like this hurts me. Like, I'm sad watching this, um, which well done by them. And then Michael yeah. was just pissed. <laughs> like, Michael, yeah, it was wanted great. I mean, to destroy him. Himeko was so, I, I thought Himeko was like the star here. Yeah. 
um, the, the quote that's like, I never once thought of you as a mascot or pet, but mm-hmm. as an important and precious yeah. friend, I think is like, it, it's, it's so, it's such a contrast from what, from what Julia and, and Micah did where, yeah. and it's natural that like, these are all independent human beings <laughs> with their mm-hmm. own like values and everything like that. And so uh, one person being slighted like this will react in, in a lashing out kind of way, one person, but when, when in reality, they're just kind of maybe upset at themselves. Maybe that's Julia. One person will react in a way that's sort of not understanding it. Like they're, they're personally right. hurt by it. And that's, that's to make it one person will react in like, you know, screw you. No, you don't get to do this to, to us. And, and that's, that's more of what, what Micah did. And so, um, yeah, I, I, I just going through this, talking to you and you, and you can go more into what Micah said, but, um, it's even like reaffirming to me how, how great the individual performances were, uh, in, yeah. in this, in this segment here. Yeah. A lot of what Micah said was, um, she she was pretty much like so you just you had you were crying and you had but you had you knew this the whole time it was like it was kind of like that self-denial of like you know maybe she you know she probably was ready for this and you know we talked about all these future plans and you you didn't care you just you knew you were going to do this the whole time and i thought that was really good because it's like yeah, she probably did talk about all these plans because she was in the group five minutes ago and now she's right. not. And it's, it's just such a, it's simple storytelling, but I liked it. I liked it. I know I you liked it. I know some people didn't like it. It is what it is, but I thought it was really good. And this is a, this is something I hope they come back to between these two specifically and Hameka. I think that would be really good. Maybe you do a feud like Tam and Natsupoi versus those two, a tag team feud. I think that'd be really good. Um, yeah, I'm sure they'll be in tag league together because I'm probably, I'm pretty sure Julia's going to be with Tecla. So that would be really mm-hmm. cool. Just, oh, yeah. you know, come back to it because, you know, we're going to get the Julia Natsupoi match. We, we have that set in stone, but I hope they do come back to it because I thought Hameka and Micah did great. And I didn't even touch on this. Tecla just crying. Didn't say a word. That was heartbreaking. You know, she yeah and, and even even on twitter tweet. after yeah, yeah exactly uh, on the do you, if you have it up you you go for it or, or what what she said but uh let me get um, it up real quick no yeah in, in any case the, it was just very it was very even keeled and and again realistic like like you don't need to fight somebody because this happened like you can be heartbroken and disappointed that you're essentially losing a friend because that's what happens here but not in in a way to where you like have hatred for them or anything like that so yeah so she's uh so tecla tweeted i'm uh one second let me get the actual translation first i respect those who bet everything and make difficult decisions to move on to the next stage we hope that you uh provide we hope that it provides what ddm lacks i'm sure you have your reasons i hope you'll find what you're looking for bye poi and then in the second tweet she goes but be careful not to treat now to play like a pet to your uh with your new friends because there's a picture of like tam grabbing Natsu poi by the cheeks mm-hmm. it's like that little like well you left because of this reason and look at this um and then she just tweeted this five hours ago um so some uh the tde wrestling you know gif um account posted like tecla mm. crying and she said mm-hmm, take a good look because it's the last time you'll see me like this so if everyone grows from this to be a little bit more angry and you know from the ddm side and then natsupoi kind of like just embraces herself and grows into that number two it's it kind of feels like a win-win all around really like which is a good thing because now 
uh, now you have a hopefully a feud that you can go back to for the others. You have the Julia match to just get better. Like Julia's entire nah, entire run now is just enemies. Like there's no <laughs> friends on her side anymore. Um except for Tecla, maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. I can't remember blocks <laughs> off the top of my head. But uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I in in the end, I like the idea. Now we have to see how it goes, right? Like you never mm-hmm. really know if yep, it was exactly. the right decision. But Th- this could be positive. This could be the catalyst for moving Natsupoy, as you and I both believe, but but you in particular believe that Natsupoy should be one of the top handful of stars in this company. Yeah, And um, just in terms of her talent, her charisma, her likability, her um, emotion, her performances and everything like that. Um, and this is, I mean, if you're going to do that, this is a fantastic way mm. to make that happen. You have ready-built feuds with three to three and a half established stars one of whom is one of the top stars in the company and you you she is now uh the number two in a stable which is a position reserved for gosh let's see like hazuki starlight kid like micah and mirai and yeah. and 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 it's sure for the longest time yeah sure was that for the longest time <laughs> and Tommy, Tommy was Utami so, was for a yeah, long time, si- right? Si- so, yeah. if you're like, if you're a top two in a stable in stardom, you are you are pushed to to a very mm-hmm. high extent, way more than if you're sort of not necessarily lost in the shuffle, but just not on that level. So, I think you and I are in agreement. This is this is a a big opportunity to to really elevate Natsupoi, and I and I appreciate that we've pretty much seen it come. Like I, th- this sounds bad, but. But at the expense of Unagi, as you said, yeah, where yeah, she right. she was she was all over stardom for like a six month period there, like everything was Unagi, and we were not huge fans of that. Um, but we think she's better than she was when she started, of course. But yeah, like it's it's okay to realize, okay, maybe Unagi as the number two in a stable isn't something we want to mm-hmm. keep, you know, we want to pursue. So that's why you expand at cosmic angels with colors. And that's why you bring in Natsupoi. And that's fine because stardom has so many wrestlers that they want to protect and push and everything like that. And it's okay to just be like, you know what? It's probably not this wrestler's time right now, or mm-hmm. maybe they'll never get to that level. And so you can, you can sort of cool them down and let, let somebody else have a shot. And I think this is a great example of that happening. Yeah, Unagi's when colors around, Unagi's like fifth now. So, <laughs> um, I I think it's worth knowing. I think Waka probably leaves Cosmic Angels. I do think like we're at a point where they now have nine members. Now colors isn't always mm-hmm. around, but it does feel like they've been hinting that Waka exit for a little bit should go to a way to tie or something. I don't really care. Um, they're getting someone that doesn't win, so it is what it is. Uh, but let's get to the final two matches because I think that I expected that match to take us the most time because of what it means for right. the future and whatnot. But we had Sayakamitani successfully defending her Wonder of Stardom Championship against Starlight Kid. Um, if it shocks you, they had a great match. Um, very different from what you'd expect going into it. Because these two, anytime they did a preview or teaser tag, they did a lot of like, you know, they, they have a good pace to their wrestling. Off, as yeah, they're they're expect. two of them. They're maybe the two most like most high flying wrestlers on the roster right, right now, aside and from maybe Mayu. Starlight Kid grounded it a lot. 
She attacked Saya's leg big time, uh, all to go for. I'm just gonna call it numero dos. I don't care. Like that's that's what the yeah, it's numero dos. Yeah, um, and I I want to say this: the fact that Izumi does numero uno and Starlight Kid does numero dos dos is not <laughs> lost on me at all. That is, <laughs> it's like those little things that like I'm gonna be like a nerd for and be like, that's great. Like, <laughs> the fact oh, yeah. that they were like, yeah, we have to do this. Um, and Desperado obviously is like. I think her and Star, uh, him and Starlight Kid, like do work together. Like they take pictures all the time. So like, I think the learnings there, like you see her leg work in this match. I'm like, okay, well, this is very Desperado esque. Um, oh I, yeah, immediately I was like, yeah, she she's wrestling just like Desperado. I, we just watched a, a Best of the Super Juniors run yeah. where that's that's like all Desperado does is is work over that leg. And so yeah, absolutely. And I think it's a fantastic addition. The more she does it down the line because it gives her another base to her high flying ability which is really really good because i i think starlight kid's great already i think a lot of people agree um but the more she does because you gotta remember she's 20 years old she's like very far she's not near her prime yet uh so the more she develops and does that it's really cool and she stepped up big time here in another title match i don't think it reached the levels of like her match with julia for instance from last year Mm -hmm. Um, where she played that baby face so well because she, I will say with Starlight Kid she's still working on being like that heel wrestler in a lot of ways yeah. because she can do the baby face like high speed stuff at all times but she's still working on that so while I thought this match was great it definitely had room to be better it didn't reach that level of like oh this is going to be you know match the year contender it it didn't reach that level for me i thought i still thought it was great and i like where they went with it because like you know you had that um when she did the eternal foe which is the spanish fly from the top rope and you know like sai was supposed to land on her feet it didn't bother me that she didn't because it's like oh well she doesn't have a leg to land on because they did that and it's like one of those little things where I don't care, and I know people like love botchers or whatever, but that didn't affect me. I thought the leg work was good um, by Starlight Kid for like this first time of making it <laughs> the main part of her match, and I thought her post match um, promo was fantastic uh, because she still yeah, has where she's like losing it, she's like yeah, <laughs> she's like I cannot, <laughs> I can't, I can't. win be- be- because her <laughs> whole goal has been to reach the level of Mayu Tani mm-hmm. and winning that title is how she gets there and she just can't do it she can win everything else but she can't get that win (laughs) so i really enjoyed it another good great title match for saya kamatani who you know has had a hell of a year herself um and yeah it did get hurt obviously by the the, we all knew starlight kid was no longer winning when the yes exactly yeah so that that's what hurt it most for me in the end yeah i thought this was a really well worked match um i i think we have almost identical evaluations where we thought it was really good but we're also probably like slightly lower on it than a lot of people like i just checked on cage match this is bordering on like a nine um on cage match which is like a really rare score to get um is probably one of the five to ten highest rated joshi matches of the year right now on on cage match which i would not place it as um but yeah it was very much this was absolutely a desperado desperado match like down oh, to yeah. a t like it's you attack you do something heelish to attack the leg at the start whether it's you do like a dragon screw down to the floor or you know you wrap it over the barricade or in this case you whack it with a chair 
um yep. as as starlight kid did did here um, i was not super invested in the first uh 10 minutes or so it was just kind of you know it set up the rest of the match where you attack the yeah. the leg but again like very similar to desperado matches where i rarely am engaged in anything he does in the first 10 minutes of a, <laughs> of, a of a match and then he sort of turns on and get, it gets hot at the end I felt the exact same way here um i did enjoy the structure of it after that where i think a lot of people expected a big you know big spot fest high flying type type match and um this may this really accentuated the heel and babyface characteristics of the two wrestlers really well so i was happy to see that but at the same time the um just the fact that the the first half of the match i didn't think was all that compelling yeah and the fact that um i had I had zero concern in my mind. Like I actually had a lot more faith coming in that they were going to convince me with some of these near falls that Starlight Kid was was going to win. Um, yep. But that just never really happened because she kept going to the to the submission, and it was never one of those like you can you can always kind of tell when somebody's in a submission and they're actually going to lose. Whereas I think near falls are a lot easier to bite on. So, yep. um, and so so yeah i thought this was a really good really well worked match but uh, i would not put this even on necessarily like the high end of of kamatani's reign um starlight yeah. kid for me is she's she's still only 20 and i think that makes it okay for me to say she's like still got a little bit of work to do like yeah. you look at her she she shows a ton of flashes in in tags and everything like that but um you look at her her singles resume and it's really not that extensive at this point in her career. Um, so for that reason, I think we're just we, there's just still a little bit more, and that's why that's why you put her in uh, in big spots like this. So yet another um, yet another excellent title match from Sayakamitani, who has one of the best uh, title reigns in wrestling right now. Yeah, um, Starlight Kid's gonna get this title. Um, it's gonna take a little more time, which is completely fine. Uh, mm-hmm. Like we said, she's 20. She's still growing. Uh, this did rank as the ninth Joshi match of the year on match yeah. so far. So I definitely wouldn't have it that high. Um, but hey, people liked it. That's cool with me. I don't have. I don't ever have any problem with people liking matches. It's just I I disagree with the ranking. But it is what it is. Anyways, main event time: Shuri versus Momo Watanabe for the World of Stardom Championship. I not so shockingly love this match. I admit that. Um, I thought it was <laughs> fantastic. I thought it was just all bombs from the start. It, it broke yeah. away from the Shuri. Uh, and people talk about this a lot because, you know, her first couple defenses were very Shuri based and it made sense because, you know, she wrestled Mirai, for example. Like, what? I'm sorry, did you want to follow a Mirai style match? It didn't <laughs> exist at the time. Um, or like when they did the Hameka match, that was very Shuri style. But this was this was a lot of what Momo often does in her matches. You know, they just kicked the piss out of each other. They did a table spot with where Momo did a pile driver on her. Um, you know, they did the re- and this is where the match was slightly hurt for me. And this is this wasn't really their fault that the crowd kind of stunk. Um, like even clap crowd for a clap crowd, I thought it was pretty bad. Um, and that's when they did the wrench spot. She kicked Shuri, and I, I and we talked about it last week. Like I thought that could add so much exciting drama to this match, but mm-hmm. they just kind of did it. And then she kicked out Shuri, and I was like, "Oh, uh, all right, cool. We're I, we're just moving on." Um, the three peach sunrises was really good. I you know I love that move, and it gave a great near fall at the end of that. 
Um, and then Shuri pretty much put it to rest after a failed Peach Thunder, which I do like that at least we acknowledge that their main finishers are very protected. And, it, and the idea that right. if Momo yeah. hits that someday, she wins. Like, that's cool. I always like that because so many times you can kind of like – your finisher could kind of not matter. Like we watched her hit three peach sunrises. That was the move that no one kicked out of in the uh, wonder of starting title reign that she had. Right. Like that mm-hmm. was the move. Um, and obviously that has been changed because now she has the peach thunder. She failed on that. And that's when Sherry went to work. She punted Momo, which what a punt, like, it, it, it was know. awesome it was so sick i was like yeah okay it was more it was more terrifying than the one with the wrench kick and i know why it's because momo has decapitated two people with that damn thing now like so she was probably like okay i gotta do this i can't hurt anyone yes, i can't, I can't, like, hurt, I can't the, hurt the world, the world champion. champion this can't be so the like, punch was great that was it was a lot like the punt from last year where she kicked uh micah's head off in the five star mm-hmm. and then dropped her on her head Oh, that, um, that that was one of the most brutal match ends yeah. I've like ever seen. That was yeah. that was so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then she uh, put her in the stretch muffler, and someone pointed out, I think it was Dragon Moon, that like the reason it hurt extra because the wrench was in Momo's bootleg. And I was like, damn, yeah. I didn't think of that when I was watching. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I completely so cool. forgot about that. <laughs> I think I was so invested in the match. I was like, oh, that completely. But like that made so much sense of why mm-hmm. Shuri would do that move to win. I was like, damn. That was great. I loved the match. It was awesome. Uh, it wasn't their classic from last year, but it was great. Yeah, I think you, you and I are like locked in on this show so far. Um, the I, I completely agree with you. I thought this was the, the match of the night. Most people are saying it was uh, it was the wonder match. I think this was the match of the night. I agree. Um, and I, I just I was just to be for me. <laughs> I was just yeah. Well, I did too. But I think a lot of people. You know, it's hard to delineate between a Starlight Kid and Sayakamitani match too, right? Um, so the um yeah the the it was just so purely entertaining for me yeah very much like the risa sarah match uh where it just felt like everything there there just wasn't any anything like uh, i don't know like preliminary that was needed that was not Mm -hmm. that exciting that was needed to set up something more exciting later Mm -hmm. like for me it was just like they just went and did it um and it was shorter than the wonder match which does not often happen and um uh, yeah i mean everything you said was great like i love i love the punts i love that the peach thunder is such a protected move at this point i think it's all right for the peach sunrise to be kicked out of at this point stardom is better and bigger now than it was when momo was wonder champion um uh, and, and there's even a specific story where, where specifically Momo cannot beat Shuri with this move. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so maybe, so maybe there's something there. She, she needs to bust out that, that peach, yeah. uh, that peach thunder sometime soon. And, um, yeah, the fin, you know, the wrench, you know, I, I, I really wanted them to, cause there's always a possibility that they just don't do the, the wrench kick because they want to protect it and not have anybody kick out of it or, or yeah. lose it. Um, that was really my only i was glad that they did it but like you said my only real criticism of the match was i felt it could have built up so much more like it could have she i know she you don't want to injure shuri (laughs) but like this is also a world title match pay-per-view yeah like at a certain point like shuri's gonna shoot kick you just punt punt her head off and and like and like really just be like oh my god what did i just watch um and, and and because it really should have felt bigger. Like when she did hit the punt, 
afterwards and they were doing the count, I really didn't have a thought that I really didn't think she was going to win off of yeah. that. Um, so, whereas I think they could have built it to a point where it is a, a truly like awesome close near fall. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's okay. Like I get why, why you don't want to, <laughs> you don't want to shoot kick your world champion. Um, the, yeah, the finish was great. The hitting the, the three peach sunrises, but then not being able to finish her with the peach thunder. Um, and of course that nasty, nasty punt from, from Shuri was awesome. And then, and then, yeah, the creativity with the, with the finish, you could, you can almost see it like, not, not like poking through, but you can see the outline of it in there. And it's like, ah, <laughs> no, she's, yeah. she's, she's driving the, the wrench into her chin and it probably right. hurts. It's, yeah. So, yeah. So, um, I, yeah, I, I thought this match was great. I thought it was the, the match of the night. Um, and let's see if I had to place it in Cherie's ring, because that's always kind of how I like to do this. Yeah. She's had I might rain. say, <laughs> yeah, I might say it's like my second or third favorite competing third. with the Risa Sarah match. And then my favorite one was the Julia match. Actually. Hey, that's but, me um, too. Yeah, exactly. Hey, there we go. <laughs> same page nice. today. Same page. There we go. Which is great. Um, but yeah, that it was, you know, oh, I forgot to say this. I got to go back. Uh, after the Saya Kamatani match, um, Saki oh, challenged. Right. That's very, that was very important. So Saki mm-hmm. challenged. I think that's really cool that Saki gets a big title shot. Kind of establishes her for the stardom fans. It's like, oh, she's, she's pretty important. So that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see what she does because her and Saya working together is very intriguing to me. It's a super unique matchup we've never yeah. seen. Yeah, so that's um that's next weekend, so we don't have to wait too long for that one. And then oh right, uh Nanai Takahashi showed up. <laughs> I you know right. kind of we, we were so locked in on the Natsupoi stuff and like I, I completely I knew I was gonna go over something. But yeah, Nanai Takahashi shows up and when I'm watching, I'm like, what whoa, 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 Because when Nanai <laughs> Takahashi shows up, that that's big time. You know, the first ever world of stardom champion, you know. Last year when she came back, it was kind of like, oh, my God, I can't believe she's back, let alone, you know, in stardom because of all that happened. But, you know, she comes out, she announces that she is Kyrie's uh, tag team partner, um, which is great. Um, it, it was who I thought originally. I know a lot of people convinced themselves it was Tony Storm. They're trying to get me convinced, too, but it is not Tony Storm. <laughs> it is Nanai, which is really cool. Um, obviously, they're former tag team partners, but, you know, I – can't tell you how many tag team title tag team matches I've seen with Nanai and Kyrie. I mostly remember Kyrie and uh, Yoko Bito from any time that I saw back in the day. So this is cool. This is cool. And uh, Saya, poor Saya, has Lady C with her. So you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah Tommy's still on her break. Like she can't be bothered until the five star. She's like, oh, ah, yeah. well, you know, yeah. <laughs> so, no, no, you, you got this. Little, you got this. Later. I, I got. A, I have a tournament to win. She'll be on the side um, and she'll just cheer her on. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. you can do it. Um, yeah. If, if, the, if, I, if I can go on a little soapbox really quickly. Go for it. When, when Nanai came out, there was like a few people who were like, oh, what's this about? And then one person tweeted that they were bringing back Seven Kyrie, which, is, which was their tag team name. And then yeah. everybody started tweeting, oh my God, they're bringing back Seven Kyrie. <laughs> and I was like, you don't know what that is you don't want you <laughs> you have you've been name. watching stardom for like for like a year and a half you don't know who that what that is and so i was yeah. like my, my my this is like such a unique online you know minutiae thing but yeah. it's just like you nobody 
for whatever reason, Joshi in particular, I think has this thing where you have to know everything. If you don't know every, every move and every, all the history and everything like that, right. like you're somehow missing out or you're inferior or not getting yeah. the full experience. It is okay to not, <laughs> to not know, <laughs> to not, to not have any idea why Nanai Taki, Takahashi is coming out uh, <laughs> and talking about Kyrie. It is okay to just yeah. not even get that. All right. Yeah. Um, so I completely forgot that they were that they were tag team partners outside of you and I like chatting about it. it yeah, very briefly. I only knew that so, partnered. I I, for, I had no idea what their tag team name. Was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I couldn't. If you had asked me their name, I was like, uh, I don't know. Probably don't something know. Japanese. I don't know. Um, so so yeah, it's just like it is. If you're listening to this and you feel that way, it is okay mm-hmm. to to just not know anything. I don't know shit about. Oz Academy or, and I had seen, I had literally never seen like Chie Koishikawa from Gato Move wrestle, even though she's like a really popular wrestler in Gato Move. I had literally never seen her wrestler yeah. until a couple months ago. It's okay to have like blind spots and not know things. So yeah, just, just wanted to say that. Um, one quote from when the Nye walked out there, she said, <laughs> I am a stardom legend and a national treasure of Joshi P. That's such a nice thing. I love it. And then she yells passion. And I was like, that's phenomenal. It's so good. It's such a nice thing to say. Uh, But her and Kyrie will team uh, against Saya and Lady C at the first night of the five-star Grand Prix, Mm -hmm. because for some reason we needed (laughs) more. (laughs) That show wasn't big enough. Yeah. Um, That is so, that is so exciting because Nanai has been awesome in her limited appearances oh, in, in 20 in, in 2022 uh, particularly in the Sakushi retirement match I think her performance in that match is one of the best individual performances of any wrestler I've seen all year Joshi or otherwise so I am so excited to see her a- again more more unique stuff with Saya Nanai Takahashi and Saya Kamatani is just one of those matches that like it's so unique. And so to see them go at it, it's going to be so cool. Uh, and of course you got freaking Kyrie in there too. So yep. Super, super excited about that. Yeah. And also uh, important to remember like Lady C's just there to get pinned. Um, oh yeah. But, but everything else will be really fun. I think so. And you know, ladies, for some reason I get a crack on the Nai Takahashi, like beating the crap out of Lady C. So that's probably <laughs> sick in my head, but it's okay. And also Kyrie's wrestling a second day. The next day, as it will be Kyrie and Sa- uh, and Natsupoi versus Mayu Iwatani and Saida. So just because, why not? You know, she yeah, won the team with Natsupoi. We got a cool match. Yeah, there we go. It's uh, <laughs> I'm all yeah, for these, cool matches. They they are earning their pay per view uh, status. These shows. Yeah, for some reason they said, you know what, the tournament matches aren't enough. And I'm like, they you are know, not enough. You know we what that throw- main event for night two is. <laughs> It's literally Whoa. your biggest match ever. But okay. <laughs> right. Fine. Um, but mm. yeah, um, after the Shuri Momo match, Tam Nakano walked out. She challenged. So that's set up for next week. Uh, we'll talk about that in the preview. But let's move forward. Yeah, let's get to those previews so we can get on with the show. Gosh. Whoa. All right. Um, Stardom Showcase. That's happening. Um, I there's not really too much to preview for this show other than hey here are the matches that are yeah happening. exactly um yep. it is worth noting that that uh that wonderful match that we talked to, that wonderful video we talked about earlier is leading to a match uh so it will be a cosmic rules match 
Okay. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Literally, the We Are Stardom account said, what are cosmic rules? <laughs> you know better than I do. I don't know. Uh, it will be Unagi Sayaka and Saki versus Mina Shirakawa and Natsupoi. So. Oh, man. Uh, I, I'm, I'm really not looking forward to whatever. Hopefully, it's just a cool wrestling match. I'm thinking with Saki involved, it will be, hopefully. Hopefully. I don't know. She her, her whole gimmick is that she does like the crazy tanning and and all that yeah, type of like the true. big make. I don't know. I don't know. We'll Not there. I don't know. I don't want to. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Stardom doesn't even know. How are we? Going? No, no. Well, this card's like you know them just going. Uh, <laughs> it's just kind of yeah. Insane. This is like a variety show. Um, we got the I Quit match: Shuri and Mirai versus Akane Fujita and Kurumi Haragi of prominence. Uh, after the at the New Blood show, Kurumi Haragi choked out Shuri backstage, and that's why we have this match because prominence doesn't know the difference between DDM and God's Eye, and I appreciate it. <laughs> it's so good. I love. I love it. And, and Haragi Kurumi. For those who are unfamiliar, she's been injured for like a year. She's been gone for a long time. She was former ice ribbon wrestler. She was a ice cross infinity champion at one point. Um, she's really good and she looks older than she is. She's like in her early twenties only. Um, so th this is like a major spot for Karumi, but um, this, this should be a really entertaining hardcore match. And I, and I hope they really lean into the hardcore aspect mm -hmm. and don't just sort of make it a, a supplemental part of it. Yeah. She's got a, a Torah feel to her like with the darkness in her like the yeah for definitely like appearance wise for sure but yeah. she is yeah 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 exactly she is a million times better than Natsuko Tora no offense to Tora but she's Damn. like she's That's really big time for prominence though yeah she's really good I'm excited to see that. Uh, but that's that's one of the two uh, big. That's one of the two that I'm looking forward to, just because it's very interesting. Like an I Quit match and Stardom. They just were like, okay, what are all the WWE stipulation matches? We're just <laughs> gonna do them all on one show, and whichever ones don't work, we'll never do again. Which is cool with me. If you want to just you know do them all at once, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, the next match is a hardcore match. It'll be Julia and my Sakurai versus Risa, Sarah, and Suzu Suzuki. This was also set up at New Blood 3 after Suzu's match where Julia walked out. They talked a little bit. Um, it was so funny because my Sakurai was like, yeah, I'll team with you, Julia. And Suzu's like, yeah, well... <laughs> I'm just going to have Risa Sarah team with me. I don't, I, 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 I want to win. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Just, just more, just more like crazy wacky storytelling that, um, that, I mean, really the, in short on this, on the show and you haven't gotten all the way through it, but it's just, you no idea at all what to expect no. for like any of this stuff. No. Uh, but that should be really, I think that should be really good depending how far they go. Cause Suzu and Risa, obviously they know what they're doing there. Um, and then Julia, Julia's always good too. Um, poor my soccer, right? Though she's gonna suffer. <laughs> um, the false count anywhere four way battle. We have Tam Nakano, Koguma, Azumi, and Momo Watanabe. Why? I don't know. <laughs> for fun. Yeah, um, I'm fine. I hope uh, I hope Azumi and or Koguma jumps off something really high. That seems to be yeah what uh what the plan is for this one. Yeah. But um, um yeah. There is a match just not announced for this, but they teased it on Twitter today. Uh, so it's a so who is Stardom's number one power fighter? 
It oh, yeah, I saw that too. Tommy yeah. Saray and Utami fighting about it. And then Micah walked in. He's like, oh, what are you guys talking about? It's like, oh, we're trying to decide who's the number one power fighter. Micah's like, oh, it's me. <laughs> and yeah, then they yeah, just yeah. added it's, it's 40 so minutes good. Ago. It's so funny. Like, they, they, this is the type of stuff where they, because the, the, we criticize, like, the, the, the exploitation, like, bikiniing stuff, right? Yeah. But these, these women are like, really funny and like charismatic yeah. people yeah. and it's just like a dumb backstage skit like that it was like so funny yeah. uh i hope they do like a body slam challenge or an over the top rope challenge or something like yeah. that for, for this did you see the second video no and i just saw the one where micah shows up and she's like oh well it's me I'm yeah me. <laughs> so it got better saida <laughs> showed up and said no oh, no, yes. no, no. <laughs> there we go yeah, so okay. it looks like we're gonna get some sort of fatal four-way like <laughs> body slam type thing in this and that's gonna be really fun i think that's like that that's why i like this stardom and showcase show because like they're just gonna go out there if it's bad whatever i don't care like go have fun it's different there's no titles on the line it's not supposed to be serious and the main events right not serious is the coffin three-way bat i have no idea how this is gonna work they haven't explained the rules i think both have to go into the coffin but i really don't know um it will be the mysterious grim reaper against saya kamatani against starlight kid uh the graphic itself is the best part because it's, poor it's saya, so weird <laughs> poor saya is screaming starlight kid is just smiling normal and then there's the grim reaper who's the grim reaper I don't know. Doesn't even matter. I, I, well, I, I have to look. Now I want to look at the card and see who's not on it. Yeah, um, that's fair. Well, okay. So let's yeah. assume that we got the power match, which should be honestly uh-huh. boss um, to it. And then you got to think. Is Mayu on it? She is not. <laughs> I don't know. Hazuki? Hazuki, I, I actually just popped into my mind. I could see her for some reason do this. I don't know why. I don't um, know. There's a lot of people missing from this, so it could be like anyone. Yeah, that's man, this is like so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. It's, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm real. I'm really intrigued by it, though. I hope it's. Um, I hope it's entertaining. Like yeah. some some of the some of the stuff can like. I just just using like DDT as a comparison or even TJPW a lot of times the comedy just doesn't really hit for me so I hope they have enough like wrestling um chops in these matches and just enough like creativity to actually make it like like funny beyond a a certain gimmick um but but with but considering like the talent and the people involved I I have pretty high faith in it yeah well like with the hardcore match I believe that to be super serious you know the I Mm -hmm. quit should be too because Shuri's it's Shuri's in it um, the falls count anywhere could literally be either way, um, and then the coffin match. Yeah, that that that's uh, that's gonna be comedy, I'm sure. Uh, but that's not the only show for us to preview because, as I said, it never ends. But we have to do it this week because next week's our five star preview. So it's better to do it now. We're just gonna talk title matches here, uh, but also on this card, which is the Midsummer Champions 2022 in Nagoya show. Uh, Suzuki versus Saya is happening because mm-hmm. sure I, I don't complain about cool matches uh, I've been saying I said that for, for the past like hour I never complain about cool matches but uh, the first title match on the show Koguma and Hazuki versus Mirai and Ami Saray the rematch of the match that me and Parker hated <laughs> this, this practically has to be better they won't go to a 30 minute draw um I don't I, I hope we don't get a title change yeah. I think it's like actually kind of possible um 
but um, but I I really hope that it's just uh, it's just FWC keeping those champions. I think they're like my favorite tag champions. Um, they've had a long time, even even maybe more so than uh, ALK. So I, uh, I I hope they stick with it. Yeah, me too. Um, because I think they just have so much more range to go. They have so many more mm-hmm. challengers. Uh, so yeah, I'm hoping they keep it too. The next match is the one. You know, I'm actually most excited for which might kind of be crazy, but it's the Artist of Stardom Championship match. These matches have been so good every time that they've done them as of late. Yes, they have. And this might be the best one yet. Uh, Saki Kashima, Starlight Kid, and Momo Watanabe face the Super DDM trio. By the way, the unquestionable top trio now that Natsu Poi's gone of Julia. Micah and Hameka. If I'm, as long as Hameka is clear, she is missing this weekend's shows. So hopefully she is. Um, obviously, if she's not, they could always just add my Sakurai, which is, you know, of course a downgrade, but it would still be really good. Uh, this could be a title change. It could not be. That is the beauty of having Saki Kashima in the match. Um, I'm cool with it going either way because I love the mm-hmm. DDM trio. And I think the Oya Tai trio has been great. I'm guessing they keep. The... Who do you pin though? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think Kashima is. She's she's just gonna you know roll up uh, Micah or something yeah, like that, and yeah. and it's it's gonna be the end there. But um, yeah, I'm super. This is like this is like the best artist match on paper in a really long time considering how awesome these champions have been uh every time they team up as as a trio and the just the star power opposite them uh is is obviously great great as well and um so yep i'm very much looking forward to this one as well yeah i think this is the first time we're getting such a direct uh momo julia title match like we had the we had the big like trios one from Um, yeah 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 fight in the top but this is more direct they should pair off should be a lot of fun uh the high speed championship azumi defends against rena azumi's winning it's not really a question but it will be interesting to see what rena can do in that one because like we said earlier don't really see her as a high speed wrestler so should be interesting yeah i don't have i don't have a lot to say that's just um it's really just more of an intriguing one to see what uh what rena is capable of Mm mm-hmm and really, what what Ozumi is what Ozumi is capable of yeah, in terms true. of put, putting together a match structure that works. That is very true because they're going to have to be creative. Uh, Wonder Storm Championship match, as we talked about earlier, Sayak Kamatani versus Saki. This isn't going to see a title change, but I'm really looking forward to it. It's a very big spot for Saki, who I think has been really good this year, especially in her stardom appearances. I mean, I know she has few, but I thought she's been really good in all of them, even though they're all tags. Uh, so seeing her in a singles match, especially ahead of the five-star, I'm here for it. And, you know, Sai has been great. So I, I don't doubt these two at all. Yeah, Saki wrestles so much that it's easy. Uh, I think it's easy sometimes oh, for her to does. take nights off. Yeah. Um, and just not necessarily, you know, give it, give it her all every single night, go all up. But every time she's in a big time singles match, she practically always delivers, whether it was when she was actress girls champion, she had a great uh, wave title match against Nagisa Nozaki earlier in the year. That was just like them throwing bombs at each other and dropping oh, yeah. each other on their heads. That was really good. So yeah, really looking forward to this one. Big spot for, for Saki. Um, Man, just pointing out how often how often she works. She is. I just noticed in my match guide, she's actually the wrestler I have watched the most in 2022 outside of Stardom. 
um, in, in wow. not just Joshi, but in all of wrestling. So that's impressive that's, that's, for her. Yeah. That's she's she is all over the place. Um worth also worth noting. Um uh well, I just lost it. Oh, I watched the match with her. Oh, it was her versus Risa Sarah, you know, the five star preview. Mm-hmm. Uh and the catch the wave. And they actually had a really good match. So um, that if anyone wants to check that out, you can check that out. Uh, yeah, just a, another quick catch the weight yeah. note because this is also stardom, stardom uh, tangential. Um, the MVP of that tournament has been Suzu Suzuki, yes. in my opinion. Yeah. And if she's going that hard for the freaking catch the wave tournament, no offense, <laughs> wave heads who, are, who might be listening, um, yeah, she's going to go all out in, the, in this five star and she's going to work insanely hard every single night. Um, so very much looking forward to that. Yeah, we're going to talk about it next week, but She's my early, I haven't decided yet, but she's my early favorite for non-winning MVP, mm. uh, just based off of that because of how hard she goes and her block. I'll, it always depends on the block and who you're facing. And she's facing like everyone I want to see her face without yeah. know, facing others. So it's really cool. Uh, main event time here, the World of Stardom Championship. We have Shuri defending against Tan Nakano. I tweeted this out. Uh, a few days ago that their match from five star last year was my favorite non live five star match. If that makes sense. Mm. So I love how these two work together because you have one person who's just all business, all, you know, action. And then you have the storyteller in Tam and it just meshes really well. And I'm telling you, like, I know some people don't like the Tam storytelling. Some people do. I like it most of the time, and I'm very excited for the main event here. Um, and here I am to create the little doubt if you don't have it. Um, <laughs> who else would make sense for Julia to beat for the World of Stardom title? Yeah. I'm just saying, who else makes sense? If it's not Shuri, Tam Nakano and her have a little bit of history. They've touched on their feud once or twice uh, this year. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I, I, you know, I expect Shuri to win because we're right at the five star. It would be crazy to change your champion right before, but I'm just saying it's possible. I I don't, ca- I don't say it's a hundred percent Shuri win. Let's just say that. I would love a title change here. I'm such a big fan of Tam Nakano. And um, I think like, it's like, who else is out there for, for Shuri to beat? Um, similar logic to what we said in the Momo match, right? But um, yeah, I mean, either way, this match should be so, so good. Um, I'm excited to see what they do with the match layout because Shuri has gotten really creative with how she how she plans out her title matches. And Tam, I mean, Tam just always makes it work. Even if there's not like a big time crazy story coming out of it, like she just, her matches just, they just work. And it's yeah. not like that you can point to any one specific thing about them, like, She's not like the hardest hitter, although she does slap people pretty hard. Yeah. She's not like the, the 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 best athlete. She doesn't do crazy, insane spots most of the time. Um, it just works. And so when you when you put someone like that against somebody with all the athletic gifts that Shuri has, it's it's pretty much a recipe for for success. So stoked for that one too. Um, it's just so much exciting stardom coming up. Uh, uh, and and this this. <laughs> last pay-per-view before the fives well yeah the, before yeah. the five star starts is uh it's just another part of it 
So that means we're finally done talking about stardom, which means we can wrap up the free episode here. Um, If you want to hear me and Parker's thoughts on TJBW Summer Sun Princess, a little bit of Sunjo Chronicle, Sunday Girls' show, because we are not reviewing the entire thing at this point. We've talked for so long. If you want to hear any of those thoughts, also a little bit, uh, Ice Ribbon has a big show this weekend. And is there anything? Oh, Tokyo Princess Cup preview slash predictions make sure to subscribe to the fight game media network plus patreon uh it gives you a lot of great shows as well um not yeah really this is the only play i will not be tweeting out any princess cup predictions this is the only place you're going to get them uh and and i also have a ton to say about uh, summer sun princess um, that that you'll get to hear if you, if you listen to that, but I haven't I haven't posted any thoughts on that, so I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, only only way to hear it, subscribing to the Patreon. So, if you joined us for the free edition, I hope you enjoyed the episode. We'll be back next week live on YouTube for mm-hmm. the five star Grand Prix preview on Tuesday at five thirty p.m. Eastern time on the fight game media youtube channel so be sure to check that out that'll be free the audio will be uploaded to the patreon and the free feed in the following days but if you want to check it out first we'll be live we'll be there ready to take questions if you want and we'll break down the entire tournament which should be a lot of fun so until then have a good one everybody